Hello and welcome to the Wellbeing Nutritionist podcast brought to you by me, Sarah Weaver, registered nutritionist with a passion for all things to do with how psychology and mindset affect all things related to eating and wellness. So learning to process emotion probably isn't something that you've been taught. Most people have learned how to avoid their emotions really, really well. So if you think about it, if there's been a time where you've felt angry or you felt upset or you felt annoyed by someone, but you kind of just held back and didn't really allow that emotion to kind of move through you. So instead of causing conflict or allowing yourself to feel that anger or feel that negative energy, you've gone away and just kept it to yourself. You can probably feel now, if you were to really think about how that would feel, the emotion just burning up inside of you until either a few days go by and you forget about it or actually, you know, it just really just bothers you and it affects how you then go on to behave for the rest of the day or even the rest of the week or even in some cases, the rest of the year or the rest of someone's life. So it it can really be, it can be that significant. And what can happen is it just, the emotion just really gets stuck there. And it's like a burning furnace. (laughs) The more that we leave it there, the stronger it gets. So that's why it's really important to learn how to process emotion in order to really just live a more mindful life, but also live a more present life too. So the first step that we can do to learn how to sit with our feelings to process our emotion is actually acknowledging that we are feeling something. And this can be difficult to do sometimes because if we think about it, we can get triggered by something, but then not choose to acknowledge that we're feeling that way. So it happened this morning to me, actually, I was watching something on the TV and it triggered my anxiety. And I knew at the time that it had triggered my anxiety But sometimes we can get caught up in our heads, can't we? And it was that whole kind of thing of, okay, what's going on here? Am I getting an intuitive hit that something's going to go wrong and I really need to act upon it? Or is this, has this triggered my anxiety? So I just sat with it for a while and I sat with it. But then I was getting this overriding urge to actually say, well, control take control of the day now because if you don't things are going to start going wrong so I really had to sort of pull myself back and say no look let's feel this and let's just give it a label which is the next step so acknowledge that the feeling's there because if we don't then you know, we're just going to carry on with acting upon that emotion, aren't we? Or either just pushing it back down and allowing it to, I suppose, if it's anxiety, allowing the anxiety to take over. So the next step is to name and identify it. So I named it as my anxiety. I knew that the anxiety was there. I named it because once I'd done that and once I'd labeled it, I could see that the trigger 
and why the trigger had such an effect on my anxiety. So it really helped me to kind of have that awareness to actually what was going on rather than just acting with unawareness. So I suppose what you could do is look at how you're feeling. So when you feel that emotion coming up or when you recognize that something's being triggered, you know, asking yourself, am I feeling sad? Am I feeling embarrassed? Am I feeling scared? Am I feeling angry? Am I feeling happy? Am I feeling shameful, guilty or anxious or whatever it is you're feeling in that moment? So the next step, step three, is noticing where we're feeling this emotion in our body. So emotions are actually felt within the body. They're not felt within the mind. So if you really start to sit with it, so when you're starting to feel a certain way, you'll know that we feel it in our body. So for example, if I'm feeling anxious, I feel that in my chest my chest starts to grow tighter, I might start to feel a little bit sickly, I might get other kind of physical symptoms as well, I'll notice myself maybe going cold and starting to feel just a bit fidgety and shaky. Uh, If you feel angry, it might be kind of the opposite, you might feel it filling up in your face, so your face starting to go red, and well, you won't feel it if it goes red, you start to feel your face going hot, you might feel that your shoulders become quite tense, and you feel that anger kind of in the face area and maybe in the hands and arms if you're feeling sad you might feel that in the pit of your tummy and I suppose everyone's different everyone's got different feelings in in our bodies don't we so sitting and noticing and then we can start to visualize actually that feeling within our body so if it's anxiety I might start to visualize my anxiety as a a yellow ball of light in my chest and I can see it there and it's almost like a fluffy yellow cloud and often my anxiety feels cold but then I can start to really feel it within within my body we'll move on to our step four which is making space for the emotion but without judgment so we can really breathe into that space so once we've identified where the emotion is sitting in our body start to breathe into the space so what I mean by that is we visualize where the emotion is sitting and we take a deep breath in to wherever that space is within the body and we imagine that our breath is really filling up that space and allowing space for that emotion to just sit try not to judge whether or not you're kind of feeling it or what it's doing or judge why it's actually there because it's there there's no need to judge it when it's there already okay and this is really part of our healing journey try not to try and make too much sense of it what we're doing is we're trying to free ourselves of a lifetime of suppressing our emotions and what we're trying to do is allow space for them and allow space for them to move wherever they need to go so that we can then release them then we can move to step five in this process of moving those feelings through our body moving those emotions through our body and learning to sit with them so in this step what we're doing is we're seeking to understand 
But what we're also doing is we're allowing some distance between the emotion and ourselves now. So now that we've given that emotion some space, we can see that that emotion isn't part of us. It's just sitting in that space now. So if you've really managed to visualize that emotion, so you've managed to visualize, give it, you know, a color or a texture or shape, it could be absolutely anything. You know, I said that my anxiety was like a yellow cloud, but it it could be anything for you. It doesn't have to make sense. But what we're doing is we're giving it that, that disconnection. The emotion is actually just sitting there it's not staying, it's not there for the night, well, it might be there for the night, it's just sitting there and it's just biding its time while it needs to be there. So once we've allowed for this separation, we can start to kind of ask ourselves, what is this emotion trying to tell me? What does this emotion need from me? Is it trying to teach me something? Is there something deeper beyond this emotion? So beyond this anger, beyond this anxiety, is there another level? Can I dive deeper under this emotion? Is this emotion just a coping mechanism for something else? We can also start to try and think about any activities or any triggers that led up to how we were feeling. Can you think of why that trigger might have made you feel a certain way? Was it something from your childhood? Is it something you've felt before that's a similar feeling? And it's okay now if you're not sure, you can't pinpoint anything in particular, you might not feel anything right now. Sometimes our bodies and our minds are really good at blocking things out. So try not to overthink this, but it's just trying to really understand and kind of get to know what was going on in that moment for that emotion to be triggered. So the final and the sixth step here is the release or the coping technique for how we actually move that emotion through us or in some cases when the emotion might be quite a deep felt maybe trauma or something deeper that sometimes it just is too much for us to release an emotion all in one go. Sometimes that emotion can be so strong and so embedded that it just needs time to sit there. So it's learning the coping techniques of dealing with that. So how I really like to think about this is thinking about maybe yet that emotion sitting there we've given it a shape we've given it a color we've given it a temperature sometimes it's like we've got this backpack on and sometimes we just need to carry that emotion around with us for a little while and that's okay sometimes that's what we need to do sometimes we just need to give that emotion that little bit of extra care in order to heal allowing us ourselves that extra bit of compassion that extra bit of self-love there might even be some extra learning that we need to learn from that emotion in order to grow and in order to go further and in order to really move forward in our lives so sometimes it's just right for that emotion to be same with us so I did say about how we can release these emotions really didn't I so as energy in motion emotion it's a physical feeling so it needs a physical release and this might sound strange for some people for some people 
their coping mechanisms of energy release. It might be crying, so feeling sad and just needing to cry. And sometimes we can really hold that back because society has taught us not to cry because you don't want to cry. You don't want to show that you're vulnerable. But actually crying is a physical release of emotion. And it's so therapeutic. You know, if you are feeling upset and you have a good cry, you feel, you can actually feel it moving through you. Um, Screaming. So just going outside and just screaming, you know, is really powerful as well. So just letting it out. Even, you know, forceful exercise. So by that, I don't mean going away and punishing your body through exercise because you don't want to feel what I mean is you know going boxing or punching punching it out on a punching bag (laughs) um punching a punching bag and just letting that frustration if it's anger that's a really good one to use to release that I've heard of people even you know these kind of purging experiences so like projectile vomiting not not self-projectile vomiting or not in not self-inflicted in any way but it just happens because it's that release release of that emotion so yeah purging or sweating um going to the loo dancing dancing yeah dancing's a good one as well I forgot about dancing but yeah dancing's a good one just so letting that emotion go through dance and that can be really therapeutic too so the coping strategies if you felt that it just that emotion just wasn't wanting to budge then we can use coping strategies or coping techniques just to kind of give that emotion that little bit of compassion that little bit of extra care that it needs just because we're going to be carrying it around with us for a little while longer until it's ready to just leave and yeah and it that's just it it's just accepting that too so I mean a really good one that I was thinking about was listening to music and emotional music as well so that music that really hit when you feel in a certain way can be good um, reading journaling so just getting your feelings out on paper can be another one uh, watching a movie getting creative going for a walk meditation taking a bath anything you know just so that we kind of allowing those emotions to move in the direction that they need to instead of putting up this big barrier and trapping them within us which is what we're doing when we're fighting this release so sometimes we can have this emotion stuck inside us but we don't want to show that we feel in a certain way especially if maybe you feel a bit shameful shameful is a, a shame is actually a hard one to release um but yeah if we're feeling shameful we can go inward and what that can do is that can really cause us to not want to show how we're actually feeling because we don't want anyone to know that we feel like that because we might be embarrassed about it and we feel shameful because we don't want to feel like that but we do so we can hold it within. So going through this process can allow us to learn how to manage our emotions, how to cope with our emotions and we all feel emotion emotion is a natural thing good and bad it's just there isn't it so what we can do is learn to accept that it's there but not allow that emotion to dictate how we behave not allow that emotion to really take over and dictate how we feel physically because it can and so 
yeah, hopefully this has helped and taught you a couple of techniques of how you can go away, start processing emotions, sit with feelings, move them through the body. And I actually find this a really lovely thing to do, even if it's a bad emotion, if it's a good emotion. I like to see that and feel that journey of the emotion moving through me and away from me as well. So I'd just like to say that over the next week, I will be releasing a free ebook. So if anyone would like a copy of that free ebook sent to them, it will be on my Instagram page. And the free ebook is Breaking Up With Your Diet, Healing Your Relationship With Food and Body. So yeah, just a little freebie from me. And the links to that will be on my Instagram account over the next couple of weeks. Or you can contact me directly at The Wellbeing Nutritionist and I will get that sent over to you. You've reached the end of today's episode of the Wellbeing Nutritionist podcast. Thank you so, so much for listening. If you have enjoyed the content today, please follow my socials at the Wellbeing Nutritionist. And if you feel drawn to, please do leave me a review as it helps to find more listeners. So I look forward to speaking to you again in the next episode. Take care, everyone. Bye.